Welcome to Let's Get Literature. This is a literary podcast where I just gush about books and all things reading. I am your host, Samantha Mickey, and I'm super happy to have you here. Whether this be the first episode you stumbled upon, or if you wondered if I fell off the face of the earth, which I did, and you're excitedly returning for season two, episode two, which is what today's episode is. I'm super excited to be back on routine, back to recording. Um, If you guys did not know, I am an English teacher and I am teaching virtually this year. So while that has been an obstacle in and of itself, um, being back to work, having a routine again, even though I'm overwhelmed with not only work and learning all these new things, but also I'm getting my master's, so I'm, I'm balancing that. Recording has been such a great place for me to just kind of relax into, and and it's just become a hobby for me, and I, I really do enjoy it. Um, so I'm just super happy you're here, and I hope you're listening, and yeah. So in season two, episode one, which was last week's episode, I... I talked a little bit in the intro about my September reading goals, and when I listened back before I published it, after I had edited, um, I realized that I, I didn't do that at all. I didn't even talk about my September goals or like my reading slump, so this week we'll be doing that in case you were listening and wondering where that went off to. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where it went, but anyways, with no further delay, I promise, let's get literature. So I first up wanted to talk about my September goals, which throws off the regular um, routine of this podcast, but I felt like it was so important since I kind of left you guys on a cliffhanger with that by talking about it in my intro and then kind of just forgetting that I was going to talk about my September goals. So when it comes to goals, um, I try to set them in very tangible ways for myself. And I try to make sure that they are helping me and not harming me. Because I think sometimes if you set really big goals, at least for type B people like myself, it can just make you slump harder. And for me, if I set like unrealistic goals for myself, there's a 100% chance that I'm not going to achieve that goal. So I kind of started off simple this month and then I think what I'll do is kind of talk about like monthly goals as we move along in the podcast. So this was kind of simple. First and foremost, I need to get better about writing reviews. So my goal was to write reviews for everything because for the podcast, I do write reviews. I mean, I compile my thoughts and I get my notes ready for the week's podcast and so I'm not sure why I'm not going that extra mile for Goodreads and um, like a Barnes & Noble website or um, Instagram. Like I need to be better about sharing my thoughts, not just on the podcast, but everywhere because I always share my thoughts in some way, um, but I need to get better about being more consistent. So everything I read in September will have like a published Goodreads review and 
I'm hoping to be more consistent with Instagram posting because I don't know about you guys, but Instagram is my favorite app, but I'm like the worst at posting. So I got to lean into the picture taking skills and get some pictures of these books. So therefore I can like post the reviews of the books I'm reading and share them with not just my podcast, but also the people that follow me on Instagram. Um, Next up is kind of one that is just thematic for me. And um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I live in the South and I, I recently moved here from Ohio, which experiences um, like two seasons, but <laughs> in all reality, all four. Um, and so I really, really wanted to get myself in the fall feeling because it can be really hard when you live in a warm climate to make these season changes that other people are making because, you know, like the leaves don't really change down here. It doesn't get too cold early on like other people. Um, and as someone who loves fall and winter, this has been a very difficult transition for me. So my goal was to read all the cozy historical fiction and the spooky reads. I just know that those make me the happiest, especially in the fall. So spooky reads for me could be like thriller, mystery, horror. And then cozy historical fiction is literally any historical fiction for me. It just makes me feel so cozy. And I don't know if that's a personal thing or if that's like a widely accepted thing. But historical fiction just puts me in the coziest mindset. And I love it. Um, I also know that Ellen Hildebrand's new book is coming out. So I'll definitely pick up that. But that's in October. I don't know why I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm so excited but I also wouldn't mind picking up like a fantasy type book. I think that might be a good selection. But right now I'm just sticking to, for this month at least, historical fiction and like spooky reads of any kind. And I think that will just help me narrow down my selections and keep that like vibe going and kind of keep a thematic thing going <laughs> for my reads for the month. Um and so far, I've done that. So very excited about that. I'd also like to read um, quite a bit this month because I started up my master's again. It started September 14th with the new semester. And I love my master's program. And I'm so happy I'm in it. But it does kind of drain me. And so I noticed that when I start getting due dates, I just shut down. And I don't read for fun. I just read for school. And so definitely I, I just need to change that and tackle more books this month than I typically have alongside my master. So those are my September goals and let me know what your goals are because I'm always interested in having a more like robust reading life and I think goals really help with that. So for my recently read this week, it's a little bit of a different week because I only read one book this week. I know I'm slacking. And what I decided to do instead of just being discouraged by that in general, I just decided to throw in some of the books that I read while I was away from podcast recording 
to kind of get you caught up on my backlog of reads. So um, the first book is the one that I actually read this week, and that was The Daughters of Foxcote Manor. This was an excellent, excellent thriller. It was moody. It was atmospheric. It's set in a forest and not like a tropical forest, like a rainy forest in London. And I just loved that about this book. I loved the setting. I loved the characters. The characters were very complex. Um, You don't like all of them. Some of them you feel very, very conflicted on how you should feel. And I personally adore that. I love complex characters. And I think I've said this before, but I don't like cookie cutter characters. I like when they have depth and that, you know, they're realistic because like I've said before, people have depth. I want my characters to reflect that. I feel like this was a broad enough thriller um, to really um, entice someone who's not a thriller reader, but also I think it was well enough done that as a thriller person, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I did not see one of the big twists coming, did not see it at all, which I adored. I, I love when a book can truly get me with a twist. So it was fantastic. It was part of my Once Upon a Book Club box. This is my first box with them, and I was just so delighted by this reading experience. So you get the book, which is a special print edition of that book, of the book for this subscription. You get a bunch of information, a letter from the author, discussion questions, information, a bunch of just cool graphics and things like that. And then what the real draw is, is you get three to five wrapped gifts that coordinate to a specific page in the story and something very specific that happens in the book. So let's say you get to page 57 and it says, it has this cute little post-it that says, hey, open like the present, coordinate with this page now. And you grab that present and you open it and it's literally like getting a present. And so I just really enjoyed the reading experience. I mean, who doesn't like bookish gifts? I felt like the, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I felt like the gifts were fantastic. As a bookish person, I was very pleased. And I would just recommend that box to everyone. Um, I love them. I, I'm looking very much forward to reading more books that they put out with their boxes and just getting surprised by presents. I mean, who doesn't like books and presents? Isn't that like the greatest intersection? I don't know. The next one is, should be like no surprise to anyone. It is The Blue Bistro by Ellen Hildebrand. First of all, if you're new here, Ellen Hildebrand is my comfort read. I love her writing. I love her settings. I love her characters. She writes like cozy beach reads with depth. And like to me, especially living coastal, I I just love them. They are perfect. And um, this one was no different. It was, uh, it had a lot of food descriptions, which I am a sucker for a good food description. Seriously. I love food and books. She works in this very high scale, um, high end, <laughs> upscale, high end um, bistro on Nantucket, uh, which is where all of Ellen Hildebrand's books are um, set in. And 
it's just fantastic. It makes you very hungry. It makes you wish that you could sit alongside the character and experience every food that she's eating because the food descriptions are rich and everything about that book was phenomenal. Again, really in-depth characters. I just love her books and I just hope she never stops writing because I never want to stop reading her books. Seriously, they are that good to me. And then next is a random pickup by me. Super summary here. Like I said, these are my summer reads. Um, Summer Longing by Jamie Brenner. This was just a perfect summary read. It was, um, again, I like the summary read that has depth. It isn't just kind of fluffy. So this was perfect. Um, I would definitely recommend it. A 10 out of 10 for me. I give it a five stars on Goodreads. It was a great experience and I would definitely recommend it. So, I mean, a great recently read selection. This week's currently reading looks pretty similar to last week's, actually. I am still plugging along with The Wicked City by Beatrice Williams. This is a fantastic read, but... I'm just balancing too many reads right now and I started back up with my master's in case you didn't catch last week's episode um and so my reading time is just a mess right now but it is phenomenal 1920s New York City I mean isn't that all I need to say and again that is a buddy read with my friend Mara who's going to be coming on the podcast and chatting books with me and I'm super excited because I started to take down notes today for that episode and kind of start getting us thinking about um, the discussion topics and things like that. And I'm just, I'm very excited. It's going to be my first guest and I'm just, I'm thrilled. Next up, um, I'm reading Miss Graham's Cold War Cookbook. I talked about this last week and I'm still working through it. I am usually a very quick reader, but this book is making me like slow myself down because it's so good. And to be quite honest with you, I don't want it to end. So I might be working on that for the rest of the year. (laughs) I know I'm just kidding, but I hope to have that done by next week so I can give my full review. I can probably tell you unless something tragic happens, it's going to be a five star read. So heads up, look for that incoming because I'm obsessed with this book. And then finally, um, my thriller pick for the week is One by One by Ruth Ware, which was my latest pick in my book of the month box. And I'm super excited because I like Ruth Ware. I think she's a great thriller author and I cannot wait to see what the twistiness is in this one. must read recommendation for this week is going to be very short and simple because it's probably a book you have read and if you haven't read it you've probably certainly heard of it and it's just one that when I was reflecting on my must read recommendation for this week I thought man what should this be and I just have to do it because this book is just so profound and I just adore it entirely. So that is Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. Um, it's heartfelt. I think it will really help you reevaluate your life and the relationships that you have and the quality of the relationships you have. Um, I read this in high school 
I read it again as an adult and both times it's made me cry, but it's a good kind of cry. It's kind of like a self-realization cry. It's a phenomenal story. The writing is great. I just, I cannot recommend this book enough. It's a very popular book, so you've probably already heard of it, so I'm not going to talk too much about it beyond that. I just, I think that if you haven't picked it up for whatever reason, it's one that you should move to the very, very top of your list because it's an excellent excellent book. So again, that is Tuesdays with Maureen by Mitch Album. All right, guys, that wraps up our episode for the week. In case you're curious, or if you forgot, you can find me on Instagram at bookish anxiety. And <laughs> I made this week's episode extra short because I had such an issue making sure my episode last week was published. So just in case you're catching up, I wanted to kind of make this a little bit shorter of an episode just to make sure that I gave you guys plenty of time to catch up and you guys weren't overwhelmed with like a ton of audio in your podcast because your podcast app, wherever you get podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I don't know. Where else do people get podcasts? I'm not sure. So um, yeah, that's why this episode is very short, but Regardless of all that, thank you so much for listening. I am your host. This is my wonderful podcast, Let's Get Literature. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Happy reading.